Hey everyone, it's great to have you in this section of worship where you've already gone through two experiences. And one of the exciting things for me is to take you through a third experience that your small group can do, and that is taking the Lord's Supper or celebrating communion. Now it's interesting that when uh, Jesus was on this earth, he never asked us to remember his birth, which we tend to do a great job of that at Christmas every year. Not really, because sometimes we remember each other, but we don't remember him. But what he did want us to remember was the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And he gave us two symbols to always remember that. One is water baptism, which symbolizes the death and burial going under the water, the resurrection coming up out of the water. But the other thing that he gave followers of Christ was communion. Now, communion doesn't have to be a fancy occasion. You don't have to have the the fine crystal and, you know, the, the, the bread plates out, which you can, but you don't have to. But communion is more the heart. Communion is more of a reflection to remember what Christ did for us. And in your small group where there are no time parameters, where there are opportunities for you to celebrate communion in a deeper fashion. That's what we want you to experience together in your group. Now, when you look at the the passage, there is when Jesus was uh, in the the Last Supper with the disciples. And we see that that was probably on a Thursday night. It was probably in a a relaxed atmosphere. It was a time where they had a, a dinner Uh, And then Jesus, you know, reflected and told what was going to be happening to him. But here, I'm picking up in uh, 1 Corinthians 11. I want to read through the communion passage, and then I want to come back to your group and give you just a little bit different experience in heading into communion. Now, I want to pick up in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. And it says, For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. Now, this is a great thing for us to realize. This is something that the early first century Christians were learning to practice. There's nothing that tells us we have to practice it weekly or we have to practice it on Thursdays uh, or we have to practice it monthly, but it is important for us to come back to remembering and practicing says, for I pass on to you, the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. Now, this is a simple form of bread. It could be, if you want to go a little bit more biblical, you could go a little bit more unleavened bread. Uh, but, you know, whether it's a cracker, whether it doesn't matter what the, the element is, what matters is what it represents, which we're going to take a little look at in just a second. He took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then picking up in verse 25, it says, In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. Now, now you can see that you know there, there may have been a delay, there may not have been, but it's truly that there was a, a separation right here. It says, In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat and drink this cup, 
you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, in this passage, it goes on to say, it says, for those that don't know Christ, uh, I just want to encourage you not to take communion. But more importantly, what I'd want to say is in this moment, in your group, when you do communion, this may be the perfect opportunity for you to accept Christ. You may have been in this group for six weeks, six months, six years. I don't know. But this may be the time when this group takes communion, that you would want to set your life right, that you would want to say, hey, I want to be a follower of Christ. Now, you may not say, I don't know all the perfect things. I mean, when I got married and I said I do, there was a whole lot of things I didn't know when I said I do. But, uh, but I got that taught real quick. But anyways, uh, 25 years later, I've learned the richness of what marriage is. Now, in the same way, you aren't going to know everything it means to be a follower of Christ. So if you're in your group right now, I just want you, everyone, to bow your head real quick because there may be somebody, before we do this, this element, this experience of worship, that you may need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. doesn't mean you're perfect, but it does mean you're forgiven. So just really quick, let's just bow our heads. I want to pray for you. Father, in this moment when uh, we've been talking about worship and, and everybody in the group has been focused on so many different things, this may be a little bit of a curveball. But it was clear that in the first century, there was an opportunity to understand the reverence of communion, but the importance of the people who take communion to have their lives aligned with you. And I just want to pray for those that may be in the group that may need just to say, hey, I, I need to step across the line. I don't know everything involved, but I know that in going into this experience, I want to be in line with Scripture. And so I pray, Lord Jesus, for each one right here that, that may be in their group, this in the quietness of their own heart, they may say, Dear Jesus, I can't run my life, but I know you can run it a whole lot better. And I want to surrender my will for your will. I don't know how that all works out. I don't know how it gets fleshed out. But I want to go on this journey with you as a follower of Christ. And I just pray that in the, in the simple way of my own heart. And I ask that you would help me be a new creature in you. I know sometimes the old stuff dies away quickly or maybe a little slow. But Lord, I want to try and do my best. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer in your group, just, you know, just say, hey, that was me. I jumped across the line. And, you know, and the people in your group will celebrate with you. But with that, this is what, why we remember Christ. This is why we get baptized. This is why we take communion, to remember him and remember everything that he's done for us. So in a little bit of different form that you, you may have come from many different church backgrounds and you may have done communion many different ways, but what I want to do is take you through just a simple exercise that can help communion take a little bit of a different meaning in your life and in your group. So what I want you to do is in your group, your group leader has prepared some communion. They have some form of uh, some bread that is there and they have uh, some juice that we'll take in a moment. But here's what I want you to do in your group. Now, if you're in a larger group, you may want to break down in groups of two or three. One of the things I encourage you, you may want to separate by gender. 
you know, with males and females. You just may want to, uh, you just may want to stay together as a group. I mean, it's up to you, but this will take a little bit of time. Now, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, it says that he took bread and asked that it be broken and that it was done in remembrance of what he did for us. You know, this bread is a symbol of what Christ has done for us. He walked through every situation in life, Scripture tells us, that you walk through. He walked through every temptation. He walked through every piece of pain that this planet had to offer. He also walked through the joys that this planet has to offer. But what I want to do with you in your group right now is just before you take this bread, in the quietness of when you you go to take communion, just simply say where you are broken. Be able to share, just in a simple, as deep as you want to go, just say where you're broken right now. And after each person shares where they're broken, I want to encourage you as a group just to pray for them. Now, physically, you may not be able to hold the bread the whole time. I get that. You may want to pick it up a little bit later. But what I want you to do is go around your circle and just be able to share where you're broken right now, where you're going through. For me, in in the real time of this taping, I'm going through some brokenness with, with some friends that are having a real tough time. It's, it, there's a lot of pain that, that is in right now. And you may want to share just something like that or go, go very deep or whatever you want to do based on how long you've known each other in your group. But in that moment after you share what's broken in you, I want you guys just to be able to pray. You may pray individually. You may pr- wait, let everyone talk and then pray. But then come together and just recognize that the bread was given, that he broke it and he gave so that people will remember him. And then you can take it together in your group. Now, in the same way, Jesus talked about the new covenant in his blood that was shed for each one of us. In the same way, I want your group to tackle it a little different. One of the things that this symbol of this cup and this juice, you may have a glass, I don't know what you have, but what it symbolizes is a new covenant that he ushered in. One that was based on grace, not based on law. And where I would encourage you and your group before you take the cup is to begin, go around in your circle, And just share when you accepted Christ into your heart. You know, communion is for believers, and it's for us to remember. Now, I know some of you could share your story in an hour. Uh, Tonight is not that night. But what you can do is share briefly of when you accepted Christ. Do you know why that's important in community? It's so that you don't forget. That you don't forget the grace that was given to you so you can always give grace to those that need it the most. So I want you to be able to go around your circle, maybe three minutes, maybe five minutes, but just think through that that time frame. Share when you stepped across the line of faith. Now, some of you may not have done that in your group, and I just want to encourage you through this communion time, 
just feel free to be able to, you know, to sit on the sidelines and just, just listen and just hear the stories that are being shared. But I want you to be able to share your stories. And it can be very simple. And for me, it was, you know, my sister got invited to a small group. And she found a relationship with Jesus. And she came back into our home. And I'll never forget, in the second story of our house, in our den, when my sister just asked me, do you want to be a follower of Christ? And I knew in my heart I wanted to. But I knew in my heart I didn't know all the details. But that started my journey. Go ahead and share around in your group. And then afterwards, just come together. And someone just pray and thank God for the new covenant. And then just take the juice. This will be one of the richest forms of your small group to celebrate communion, not in speed, but in a sacred time to realize all that the body and all that the blood represents for each one of us. Jump in and enjoy this sacred time.